0: So we're having a testimony Sunday, I've got a message as well, but we'll just see where God leads because I just love it when we have testimony, I love it when people share the goodness of God and what's going on in their lives and, and what's happening. So we thought, what a great opportunity. Um, obviously, if you unless you're living under a rock, you know that we've had the devastation of fires this past week. And uh, firstly, I want to acknowledge people that lost their homes because that did happen people that have experienced loss of maybe livestock. and I haven't got accurate details myself yet, but I'm sure that there are people that are doing it hard. And so we're going to pray for them before we do anything else. Uh, but today specifically, I think it's important that we glorify God when he does something good as well. Do you agree? So in the midst of sadness, yes, there's, I acknowledge there's people that haven't had a good time. But man, God's done some good things as well. And I think we need to glorify him in every situation because it brings hope to people. that Even the ones that experience loss, that God's going to, I don't know, return double for their trouble or or, or give them over an abundance what they lost returned to them so that he would be glorified. Do you believe that? That's God's heart. That's what he wants to do. And and so, Lord, we just pray for our community this morning. Lord, such a... uh, Challenging week, and so timely that we honoured our fire people here. And just a matter of weeks ago, Lord, I pray for your strength for them because they've had such a massive week, and all our first responders and people that have been involved, uh, the whole community coming together, council workers, everything that's that's played a role in keeping us safe. So, Lord, we pray your blessing on them, and we also pray for your peace for people that are experiencing loss, disappointment, sadness. Uh, Lord, we pray at this time that you would be their comfort, that you would be their shelter, and that you would be their provider for everything that they need. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 So we've asked three different, um, I guess, families, couples. Uh, some of them are couples here today, but Mark and Rachel, you guys first. Would you like to come up and and that's that's you guys, yeah, yeah, yeah No, this is this is Tenerfield. That. That's them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's up yeah. to yeah. you, Mike. <laughs> I didn't get to connect before the service to confirm you're okay yeah. to share. Do we want them to share? I've got a few of the photos that you sent so I can sort of flick through, but maybe just explain you know, what you went through. It was pretty full on, being surrounded and all of that. I'll let you explain. Mark's
1: just there to put his
0: arm
1: oh, on <laughs> 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 I, just um, <laughs> lucky, I,
2: I want to honour Mark because he was there in the, um, the front lines up over the back, that were coming from Woodside and um, Tardew, and yeah. he was making fireworks for oh, people wow. on that side, and he worked like on that Tuesday right up to midnight, and you know, I just went on him. Because, yeah. you know, he's a friend <laughs> But, you know, or, you, know, it's, you know, it's a big deal when you've not done... Like, we've come from City, you know, so we, we don't know that kind of experience to be in a community where that happens. But um, my adventure started, I was coming home from Sandthorpe on the Tuesday night and I was coming into Wallangarra and all the flames are on the side of the roads and, and you know, this, all these tr- trucks are like, zooming past and going ahead of us but, I just felt to stop, and as they got to the stop, yeah, you know, they got to the next hill, they all stopped, and I just knew that the flames, but all I could think of was these two, because I knew that the fire was going straight to them. So I, I rang to say, hey, are you okay? And poor Julian had to do a runner, and, and all I wanted to do was get back to my family, because I was thinking, how do I get back? So I then went around and came back. I was able to get home to Mount Lindsay. But I did this crazy journey with my beautiful God. Because you know what? I didn't even pray and ask him to stop anything. But <clears throat> My God knows me and he knows that every single thing. He, he calls me you know, all the way through it. I was so overwhelmed by it. He kept reminding me that I'm his beloved. Yeah. And even as I was going through the Lindsay, every now and then the sun glared on me with this really red um, uh, you know, red light on me and I'm thinking, there's a fire coming through the forest because I didn't really know. And all I could think of was that scripture, though I walk through the waters and through the flames, I don't have to fear because you are with me. Yeah. And yeah. that was so <laughs> showing. So I go home and and say, so we have a fight, we had like five to six or even more fires all around Tenfield. We then got told that there was no way out, all the roads were closed. But the whole time I sat in that house, the wind, like, blew alongside, on oh, both directions. So no flame, you know, or could watch it all. Like, this massive fl- fire from um, Sandy Flat was flared all along, and then there was another fire directly opposite us in the public on the waterway. Right, and we were watching all the flame, but the whole time the wind was alongside us. Not, and the wind, I don't know if you've been in the wind is probably crazy, like, here. Yeah. it's just full on, it's it all directions, it changes from, but no, the whole consistency. Do you know we went to bed that night, and um, the flames were, you could see they were just blaring over the mountain. Yeah, so that's, that flow came all the way along to, um, to meet the other flame that was on the other side of the mountain, so we just went to bed and, I um, know, 12, 30, one o'clock. And then we woke up to that. And all the all the ash had come over the waterway and were all on all our lawns. But the beauty of that is the coolness of that morning had put them all out. So no spot fires. You know, the beauty of that, I, I praise God because my next-door neighbor, they, they've had a, there's been an issue. And she then, I, I went over and did a herald message before we went out of bed, are you okay? And she said, Oh yeah, look at all the ash all over it. you know, she was spinning out and she'd had a heart issue. And so I was able to go that afternoon, just have a couple with her, just be friendly, you know. It was was just a beautiful moment to find that connection with my neighbour. But yeah, no, it was beautiful. So we had flames, uh, we had fires all around. So that one was at um, Torrington and and it was coming this way. We had, you can't really see it, but all that is smoke. And that's over Woodside and Tarbon. And then you've got this side, which was Wallangarra. <laughs> so, but yes, it was um, a very interesting time. But can I share a scripture? We've shared Isaiah 43, which says, you know, we are God's children, and he, he completely loves us. And he calls us, His mean, he calls us each individually by means. amazing? I was so overwhelmed, that you know, he was right there in the midst of us, loving on us. And, and I wanted to, I went, the whole time I was thinking, I went to Messiah 54. Messiah <laughs> so 54, where, you know, Almighty God, he calls us his husband. He loves us. He calls us his beloved. I can't from that because I know where it came from. And I was crazy lost and I had no purpose. And yet my God stepped in and made a way. He's a beautiful God that can be completely trusted. I just, I'm sorry, but, I, I, you know, he's a God that so loves us. And he comes and though we're wretched and we've been... So stay by filthy darkness, he comes and he loves some of us. He stands right beside us and he calls us his own. And he, and he calls us his beloved. Oh, that, I want that to embrace you because our God is an intimate God. And he doesn't say that we're not <laughs> going to go through fires or, or through hard times or silly he, he flies. <laughs> but he he's promises that he will be there with us, every step of the way. And he says in verse seven, for a mere moment I have forsaken you, but with great mercies I will gather you. With a little wrath I hid my face for for a moment. This is our God towards us. But with everlasting kindness I will have mercy on you, says the Lord your God. this is like the waters of Noah to me, for I have sworn that the waters of Noah will no longer cover the earth. I have sworn that I will not be angry with you nor rebuke you. Is that an awesome promise? For the mountains shall be shall depart, and the hills be removed, but my loving kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord. Who has mercy on you. Oh, you afflicted one, tossed with tempest and not comforted. Behold, I will lay stones with beautiful gems, I will lay fountains with sapphires. I will make your pinnacles of ruby, your gates of crystals, and all your walls of precious stones. That's the work he does in us through these crazy moments. (laughs) Oh, you children. Oh, your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. And the purpose of it all, in righteousness, in righteousness, in righteousness, you shall be established. Isn't that crazy wonderful? (laughs) Us who walked in darkness and were so lost, he makes us his own and he says, I shall lead you and teach you in righteousness. And you shall be far from oppression, but you shall not fear and fear. From terror, you shall not; it shall not come near you. Indeed, you shall surely assemble. I'm sorry. Indeed, they shall surely assemble, but not because of me. For whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. Behold, I have created the blacksmith who blows coals on the fire, who brings forth an instrument of his work, and I have created the spoiler to destroy. No. No weapon, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Amen. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me. Hallelujah! That's all I want to say.
0: Our good. Amen. And, uh, Mark's a man of many words, but I want to thank you, Mark, and honour you as well, because for everyone that served our community this week to keep us safe, and you've played a part in that. And I know you didn't like one minute of being up here in front of everyone, but we honour you and we thank you. Can we give them another big hand? Oh, uh, well, there's another picture we missed. Just fires, Yeah, like, at one point, you had six fires surrounding you, and none of them came near to you and your property, which is just... Incredible.
3: God is good.
0: All right, now this is the other Mark, the Mark and Janine. So this is you guys. Now, you may not have met Mark and Janine yet. They're still relatively new, I guess, to our church. But if you haven't met them, these guys have moved from Newcastle to Wallangarra and made it all happened just in time. So come on up. Welcome in this morning. Give them a hand.
3: As you've got to place. Okay,
0: two
3: of you, so, and, okay, so um, Tuesday afternoon, I think it was about um, one o'clock when I first ran market work, <coughs> I was home on my own and I could see the smoke and I was just keeping a watch outside and, um, yeah, it was pretty intense. I wasn't sure what to do in that time. And, um, yeah, it kind of it was hard because we really didn't have much warning at all. And um, I, I was sitting in my study doing some schoolwork I'm a teacher and I thought, oh, I'll just sit in here. I'll just do this. I'll keep an eye out. And then I looked out the window and I saw my neighbour up on his roof putting the sprinkler up and I thought, wow, this is this is getting serious. Um, I need to get my head out off the computer and have a look, have a better look. And uh, so I, I rang Mark again and I said, um, I said, I think I need to get out of here. Um, he's, and so I, I went over to my neighbour's house and I said, what are you guys doing? Like, you know, I don't know what to do on here on my own. Um, said so you packed a bag and I went mm, no uh, at that point I was starting to get very like anxious and and uh, felt the urgency there and uh, so I raced inside grabbed a bag threw stuff in it don't didn't know what to throw in it just threw some stuff in it just some clothes and bits and pieces and and uh, thought I've got to get out of here fast. And I said to the neighbours, "Can you just, can you, can I leave with you guys?" Like, um, so yeah, left with some clothes, no toiletries, without my medication that I have daily. And I was just, just yeah, it was quite. I was quite shaken up by it. But in all of that, I just kept thinking, "God's with me. God is here. God will protect us." Mark and I start every day. In prayer, um, we get up, have our morning coffee, do our devotion, and we always commit the day to God. So God was already He was already in charge, and that was all good. Um, and uh, it was only on reflection afterwards, and I thought, you know, what? I didn't yet. Yeah, it was a bit, but He He was already taking care of everything. Um, I walked out of the door quickly, and I just said, "God, just save it. save this place." And as you can see, he saved our place within inches. Um, I want to like really want to recognise that um, what the fire brigade and the police and every and everyone did in that in that space because without them, um, you know, it wouldn't we wouldn't have had that outcome. You know, they they were there and um, and rescued our home, not only our our home but. Our neighbour's home on the block, on the right hand side, is still standing and it is a miracle that it's still standing because there, it's burnt completely around yeah, her whole house. Um, I saw her leave, so I knew she was safe. We were safe. I was leaving with my neighbours um, and um, at the end of the day, it was all about the, the welfare of the people, um, a home can be replaced. Um, obviously, God didn't want to take it, <laughs> um, and um, he protected it. So, yeah, it was pretty massive. Um, I, I evacuated down to Tenorfield and um, as you can see, it was surrounded as well, and I was, went to a stranger's place, So I went with our neighbours, stayed in a stranger's home, but I didn't feel like it was a stranger's home. They welcomed me in and I felt peace and calm and protection, Um, although looking out the window, there was flames all around and I'm like, have I come to the right place (laughs) for protection? Because it it honestly was surrounded as... you as Rachel said, so yeah, but no, God had it and he watched over us and protected us. And we've had a massive year this year, moving up here, we've had so much happen, it's not been an easy year for us. Um, we have had, we've, we've had personal um, issues with our son, As some of you may know, we've been praying for a breakthrough with his gambling addiction, which has been massive for six years. And uh, we're praying that that prayer has been answered this year. So we're praising God for victory in that area. (laughs) Um, You know, it's one of those things that you go... Well, how do you know that that's been, there's a breakthrough there? But it's about trusting God and believing and recognizing that God has um, can can bring breakthrough in all situations. Um, we moved up here, we knew nobody, um, but we felt God led us here, and um, and we've been embraced by a beautiful community this church Um, we're establishing friends and uh, making connections within our neighborhood and um, that's been beautiful and this fire like Rachel said it just brings you together and we feel like the neighbors like it's just made us really recognize community and how important it is and the beauty of of where we are living Um, and just uh, yeah and, and not so many weeks ago we lost one of our closest friends too, um, which was another difficult season for us um, very suddenly. And uh, we know that she's with our Saviour and that's the hope that we have. Um, and, yeah, it's just been one of those years. But, you know, we can praise God in all the victories that um, he's shown us. And brought us through, and just thank, thank God that we have God. <laughs> um, I just wanted to read this because on the way to church today, I just put, I just had our music playing, and and um, it brought tears to my eyes when I heard it. I just, I wasn't prepared for the song, for the song to come up on my Spotify playlist. But um, I'm just going to put my glasses on. Some of you will know this. Um, uh, will will know this song by Lauren Daigle, but it's thank God. I <laughs> um, said so, thank God I do. And some of the words through this song just really touched my heart, especially with this year. Like it's it's a song about a difficult year, and um, but the, the words that really stand out to me in this are, um, you're my safe place. My hideaway, you're my anchor, my saving grace. You're my constant, my steadiness. You're my shelter, my oxygen. I don't know who I'd be if I didn't know you. Thank God I do. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: <coughs> um, did you want to say? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when Janine was isolated in Turnfield, I couldn't get there from Stanford oh, I had to stay the night in, in um, Stanford. um but. Through all this, um, at no stage did I feel anything but calm and peace, and that's from our Lord. And um, we started the day like that, and it carried right through for the whole day. And you know, The house might have gone, and it was very close, and, and those photos show, um, probably don't show it enough, but it's like there's an oasis in the middle of the fire, and that's our house, and the fire stopped. It went right around either side of us, the back and the other side. And stop right there. And um, we, Janine said we've moved up here from Newcastle. We've had a torrid six years uh, prior to that, and we came here thinking it's a bit of a refuge here for us. Um, and the devil doubled down on us this year. And um, and through this, uh, we've just got stronger and tighter. And we've got a beautiful church community, and um, we love being here. But I just felt like the, the Lord just smashed his staff right into the middle of our property right there and said, No more. No more for us. And, um, and we're just so happy.
0: <laughs> Give these guys a huge You literally see it in the photos, there's just this hedge of protection. Around the house, which is—it's not normal. You know how fire works, right? It doesn't just stop. But but God, God can stop fire. So that's fantastic. So cool. Really love you guys, and we're blessed. You've chosen to be part of the community here, and I think we should just pray for them. Yeah. Uh, just to seal what Mark just said, literally no more. So that's it. This is the turning point, and you guys are going to enter into a season of such blessing and such fulfillment of promises, particularly around your son. So reach your hands out towards them and let's pray. Father God, we thank you for Mark and Janine and we thank you, Lord, that you've brought them through this last six years. And even this year, Lord, where the temperature's been turned up and the enemy's had his best shot, but he's under our feet. And so we declare that he's defeated. And in the lives of Mark and Janine, he is defeated to this day. Lord, you've done a miracle protecting that home and you've literally spoken to that Mark and Janine's heart no more. This is it. It's finished. The work is done. So Lord, thank you for victory in their lives. Thank you for victory in their family and their son. Lord, may he just go from strength to strength and say no to past mistakes and no to temptation. And Lord, may he encounter you in a powerful way that he may be a new creation. God, you're doing a new thing in his life. And just as it's a new season for Mark and Janine, we're believing for a new season for their family as well and for their children. So Lord, we commit them to you, and we look forward to hearing the blessing that flows, the goodness that comes, Lord, that we may testify that you are a good, good God. And so we pray your blessing on them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give God praise. Thank you. I know Daryl's not here today, and, uh, and he would probably be Similar to Mark, I reckon, maybe. I don't know, is he a talker? I'm not sure, I'm still getting to know Daryl. But we're gonna invite Caroline up. So we've had people talk about fires in Tenterfield, while at the other end, Dalvina, was all happening as well. And Caroline lives in Dalvina, and uh, she's gonna bring a good report and, and uh,
4: glorify her. I must confess, guys, I can sell ice to an Eskimo, but I can't do public speaking, really struggle. Just bear with me. Um, What actually happened, but just for everyone to know, we do courier work for Bunnings in Warwick. So on Monday, as it was, I was doing some work and I actually hit my, slammed my finger in the door of the year on Monday. It was quite painful, so my finger was quite sore. So Tuesday, I stayed home. Daryl said, look, there's not a lot of deliveries. You stay home and I'll go to work and just do these deliveries. And you didn't rest your finger because it was still quite sore and I was quite cranky about it. um, so I stayed home. Um, and I just went off and did my normal thing on Tuesday. I went into town, did some stuff in town and so forth. And I came around about 11 o'clock. At the point there was still no smoke or anything at that time. So I was inside just eating lunch and on YouTube doing my thing on YouTube. And then I looked out the back window I didn't think anything of it. It still looked alright. But then I looked out the front and the front was very dark and very orange. And I'm like, ooh. And that's from my front door. And I'm like, oh, that doesn't look good. (laughs) That's my first response. And I barely said that. And then the next minute, the neighbour came barreling up the driveway, saying, I need one of your IBCs. We need one of your IBCs to get some water because the fire is only 5 to 10 kilometres away from our homes. And I'm like, oh, okay, where do you go? So I'm trying to get get her around the back as getting this IBC. In that time, Daryl had rung me to say hey, I'm currently in Tenerfield at the moment. I'm not going to do this other delivery. I think I need to get home. So he had started to travel back and he decided to go Mount Lindsay Highway because he knew that was, you know, under threat. So he was coming back. Um, so while that was happening, she then decided, no, I can't go. I've got to go back home and get my horses sorted and so forth. So she took off. And I'm like, okay, right, I need prayer. This is the time I need prayer. I need a church to be behind me. we are going through something, you know, big. And I need my church to intercede on my behalf because when you're in that moment, you need that church to fill in the gaps that you can't do. So it was wonderful. I texted as many people that I had their numbers for to just say, hey, please pray for us because we're going through this this time. and then i went inside and i got really angry so i got inside I went in he got my bible and i took it outside and marched out there and i read psalm 91 over the situation and i'm going i rebuke you in the name of jesus Christ you? you will not come near our home you know we are protected by god and then i just left it i just thought you know what i'm going to leave it in god's hands he's a caretaker he'll take care of us I then started to just pack up stuff like we normally would do, you know, just to prepare in case you have to go because you don't know whether it's either the fire or the smoke that you'll have to go. So I just started packing up things. Um, in that time, it's really ironic because God really moved in that time because we had people that i had spoken to earlier on in the year about the, Lord, about the Lord that actually started to text me going, hey, how are you? Just thinking of you, and I've never prayed before, but I'm praying for you. So, people that you know, at some point I've spoken to them about the love of God and praying and, and my faith in Him, and have reached out to me. I don't know how they found out, uh, and you know, who spoke to them, but it was just wonderful to hear that God was moving on the hearts of these people, and that that seed that some at some point I had planted into their life was starting to germinate. And I was just so thankful for that. That really touched me probably more than anything else that happened on that day. The people's hearts were touched. I had a neighbour ring me up. She goes, are you okay? Are you guys okay? And she was in a panic. She was scared. She was frightened. And I said, don't be afraid. I said, God is looking after us. I said, I've got people praying for us. We will be okay. And, um, And so out of the whole situation, that was probably the highlight of it all. That, you know, we don't need fires to spread the word. We have been called by God to spread the word to everyone in the world. And it just may be a small seed of saying God loves you to somebody. you don't know where that will go. But, look, I just encourage you that, you know, no matter what happens, people are frightened. People do want hope. They want to know that there is somebody out there that looks up and takes care of them. So I just really, really encourage you that, um, you know, this week, just go and speak to someone. Say God loves you. You know, give them a hug, pray for them. Everyone loves prayer. People encourage prayer. People love you to pray for them. You know, just be the light that we are being called to be to the world. So I just want to thank you all for praying for us and for these guys here. I'm sure they appreciated the prayers that everyone sent out this week. We did really, really appreciate it. We know that prayers just make it such a difference in our lives. And I just want to thank each and everyone. Thank you.
0: so cool just hearing how God's worked in different situations and uh, I don't know how you've walked into the room today whether you're discouraged or facing a challenge or whatever it is uh, but we just want to encourage you that there's a God that loves you and he wants to move in your life. So much so that even this week we've seen miraculous rain. Amen. Amen. We've seen rain fall and there was no even prediction that it would be this intense in the last couple of days, this rain, but what a godsend. God does miracles. He hears your prayers and he sends supernatural rain. And so let's just thank God. Father, we thank you for rain we thank you that you poured out across this land that that you gave such relief to our firefighters and people battling on the front lines these these fires you brought rain and so god we want to glorify you we want to thank you lord we are so undeserving yet you still come through and pour down rain on our dry and parched land. So we thank you for tanks that are filled, for dams that are filled, for farms that are being restored because of this rain. We thank you for it, Lord. We believe for more. Lord, the weather patterns say a certain thing, but you are a great God and you are in control of the wind and the waves and the rain. And We look to you as our provider and we thank you, Lord, for more. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yeah, yeah. We're getting close to, to being done, I appreciate the time, but there are a couple more people that want to give honour and glory to God, and one of them's Colin. Colin, why don't you come up here and join me, brother? Give Colin a hand as he comes up. Colin's had surgery a, a couple of weeks ago now, maybe, and... and uh, he just wants to testify, is it? Do you want to come? We can do it down here if it's easier. That's all right, no problem. Uh, Colin just wants to glorify God and what he's been through. So I'll let you share.
5: Praise God for everything and praise God for being here. You know, we used to always, uh, I can't count any times I used to say, God is good all the time, nor all the time God is good, but did I really fully understand the extent of what that meant, you know? Um, even when I was faithless, he remained faithful in my life. Um, all these ways are good and all these ways are just and his word is amen and amen. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of you probably don't understand but I just come back from a bowel cancer operation yes. in the Toowoomba hospital. Um, I remember when I was up there, you know, and I was, uh, you know, I should have been just thanking God that I had life, you know, but sometimes I was getting a bit selfish in what I was, Thinking, you know, I didn't want they put a mark down here, to put this bag on me that I would have to wear for. I don't know how, how long, you know. I told me brothers, one of my brothers has worked got one for the rest of his life, and another <coughs> had his operation re- reversed, and uh, I just couldn't see myself having one, you know. And I remember when I was on the on the on this on the bed, where they were pushing me into the theatre. For the operation, I've said, Lord, please don't let this happen to me. You know, you know that I'm an active person. I don't have any right to uh, uh, to be ungrateful for anything, but I just want to thank you. And I believe that this will get me through this. And I put my trust in Him, you know. And uh, and the people around me. I had to wait in this room for about an hour or something before they pushed me into the operating theatre. The operation took six hours, and. um, when I woke up in the recovery room, the first thing I did was I put my hand down there to feel where that mark was to see if there was a bag there, and there was no bag there. And I laid there, and I was just crying to God, and I was just, thank you, Lord. And I was just, He's so good. And uh, I, had, I didn't even have to have radiation, yet I had... Severe cancer, they told me it was severe operation. I have 70 odd stitches inside and outside his stomach. And uh, you know, we don't really realise just how faithful God is and and how just God is, you know. And uh, all the prayer that I got from here, you know, all the prayer from everybody, you know, that people um, who looked after me, uh, all the support I've had since I've come out. It just goes to show that, uh, you know, we are a family, you know. We might come from different backgrounds, we might be different from each other, but we all have one thing in common. We have Jesus in our life. And uh, we will always, we will always have everything, no matter what. I just want to thank Pastor Jeremy here, you know, I was laying in the hospital. I wanted to get out of that hospital. You know, God used me in an amazing way there. You know, I uh, I had uh, I went in there fully believing that. I took me tracks in and me little Bibles and stuff like that. You know, because in situations like that, when people are in a real situation, that's when you can communicate people, people with people on a truthful level. But you know, we've seen I've also seen the enemy attack, and you know, he come at me in all different ways, and that you know. But God overcome it. I remember this one woman in there, you know, she was... And God bless you. I just hope that she comes to the Lord. But she was walking around that water, like a prison border and she was abusing everybody. And she, she said to me, this bloke yelled out, and she said to me, we're going to call security on him. I said... I said, you haven't talked to him. I said, all you need is love. I said, she said, oh no, we don't do that here. She said, we look after ourselves and all this stuff. And then she got upset with me. She made me sit out of my bed, wouldn't let me get back, and then I had all these hoses off me and everything. now um, I was helpless. And I and I went, I remember they come uh, uh they took me, took me for a walk down the hallway, and when I got down the end of the hallway, um I said god you see the situation here I, I said i need you so much in this situation you know what i'm feeling you know my heart and i went back into the, into the ward again and uh, this woman came across to me and she said uh, her name was Kath, and uh, she said colin i want to take you in so you can have a shower shower and that uh, because i was i had many hoses hanging off me other by the robot anyway uh, i went in there and i had me shower and then i come in had me bed made for me and she took me over and uh, she hooked me up to this thing to be nose again and that and I got into bed and um, and uh, she said, you, you, you're from a church, eh? I said, yeah. I said, I go to the vineyard church in, uh, down in uh, Stanford. She said, that's a pretty apostolic name for a church, isn't it? I said, are you a believer, eh? She said, yeah, I'm a believer, Colin. And I believe that God sent her to me Bring me peace, to, to, you know. He answered my prayer, and I knew straight away that God had sent it to me. And uh, so, uh, you know. So anyway, I uh, I was uh, after a, after a week, seven days, seven or eight days or something, the doctor coming. I said, Look, well, my God, can I get out of hospital days So I'm feeling better. I've got all the hoses off me. I was walking up and down the hallway because I wanted to get fit and get out and get back on to where I, what I was meant to do with that And I met a guide there, and uh, I witnessed to him, you know. And you know in your heart when the Holy Spirit speaking through you, you know you know that uh, when people uh, you just know it, you know when God's using you, and it was so incredible. This guy was so. You know, he was going through such a hard time, but it brought joy to his life, you know, the feeling that when the Holy Spirit come into it, was in it, you could see the joy in his life, you know. And even just one little thing like that is enough to to bring joy to your life, you know. And every time that happens in my life, that's what I live for. And anyway, so I run, I, uh, the people that were supposed to pick me up, they work, and so I end up bringing Jeremy up here, and Jeremy, such a faithful man and, and, and a great leader, and, and he said to me, he said, Colin, he said I'll be up, he said, give me 15 minutes, I'll be in the car and i will be on my way up to pick up. He got up there in about an hour and a half or something, but he was probably speeding. When <laughs> uh, <laughs> he got down. he brought me home, you know, and it was so special, you know, so special for all the people who have been sending food to me. Um, you know, you don't, you don't realise that, that how, how beautiful the family of God is and how special each and every one of us are
0: keep calling in your prayers as he continues to recover and he's doing so well we're really proud of you mate well, good to have you home and um and that you're getting looked after That's so good uh we have one more one more adrian come on up here adrian do you want to bring Alicia too or just you Alicia says just you <laughs> so so last weekend uh uh, actually, the weekend before, um, there was a message in church. Do you remember what it was called?
6: Uh, yeah, like Pastor uh, said that uh, sometimes in life, uh, we can uh, see things like we like it's unexpected in a good way, and also in a way that we we don't like, like we. We unexpected that it will happen, but it's happening in a way that we don't like. Yeah. So you spoke about
0: great unexpectations. Okay. So things that happen that you're not expecting, but they're amazing. So so tell us the story of what you did, and then mm-hmm. what
6: happened, and I'll let you tell the story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, during the last Sunday I was listening to the pastor was singing, and I was saying, oh yes, I." It it, it it was it was really good. Yeah. So when we finished from here church and then uh, Jeremy was drove us back home in Garden and while we passed along the way, yeah I was fall asleep and uh, Jeremy and Melissa said, Oh, uh, we saw one car there beside the road. And then I said, What? We saw one car there sold in one thousand Oh, maybe we can go and bring it. also oh, so when we turned the car back and then I said, Jeremy. I will come behind you, and then I will easily drive when we when we have the car. So I bought the car with only one thousand dollar, and uh, on Monday I was uh, brought the car to the mechanic, and then check everything was really good, nothing's wrong, and it was like oh, I must say that I will I am gonna expect I will gonna uh, see something like. I will never expect. So it's one I will never expect, but it's happened. Oh, this is the best part of the message. I already, I, I, I already do it in action. Yeah, And then, the Sunday after, the last Sunday, when we finish praying we finished church, but before we came, I told Jeremy, Pastor Jeremy, can you pray for my car? Yeah, because I'm not really uh, feeling like I'm uh, Feeling like I scared a little bit, maybe some kind of thing. I just believe that the spirit is in the car. Maybe before someone it. So after service, uh, we finished church. Our uh, Steve and uh, Jeremy came to me and then just lay hand on the car and then pray. After me and my wife Melissa, we left home to garden. While we going home, we went and then after we reached. Rest- However, we just rest for a while and then we take off. And when we enter the highway, England Highway, we just going a little bit, not really far. And uh, I saw in the mirror, a car was taken off behind us. And then while the car was at the front, just sneaking up the front of our car. And then Melissa was shouting at me, oh, Adrian, this is car. Can you stop? Oh, means I can't stop. It's too, it's too close now. I tried to step on the brake, but nothing. Yeah. The car was sliding. Hit the back of the other car. And then they said, "Oh, we accidentally. Yeah, we accident." And then from there, I back and I just slide side of the road. We opened the, open the car and then we come in. Nothing happened. The screens all I, both of us. All good, no, no harm, none of It's just only where the car hits. Yeah. And that's it. And it's like, God save us. Yeah. yeah. To, to explain.
0: Sometimes the accent, but the car tried to overtake you. So you're driving in this lane, and the car, it's just a one way highway, pathway, highway. And the car tried to overtake you, and there was another car coming this way. So they had to quickly get over. They were just being impatient and they smashed in the front of their car because they come across in front of them. I wish, and I didn't think of this till just now, because there's a photo of how bad the car was damaged. It's a miracle these guys are alive. The whole front bonnet was all pushed up and ruined. And but what Adrian is saying is that because we prayed, Steve Head and I prayed over the car, he really feels that God saved them. And so he wants to glorify God because of that. So give God praise. So that's- really is good, and uh, I don't think you could leave this place today not knowing that God's at work and that He can be at work in your life as well. Jeremy, would you come? We're going to come to a close. We're going to feed you. We've got plenty of food, so please don't um, race mm-hmm. off. There is plenty to eat, and uh, we just want to celebrate these guys, because we are going to miss them. Uh, is Gina here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you want to say, because I forgot before, would you like to say some words? Gina is, come on up, Gina. Just come I'll make you say some words quickly as we close. Gina is uh, Jeremy's, uh, I guess, supervisor, boss, lady, tough, manager, person. Uh, Rodney from I Comply couldn't be here today because he's picking up, I think, 30 Solomon Islanders coming. So we're losing one, but we're getting 30 more. Losing two, three, getting 30 more. (laughs) So Rodney's busy with that, but he wanted Gina to say some words on his behalf is the
7: first time I speak on the microphone. <laughs> uh, well, uh, thanks first to everyone to welcome me and to welcome the team, MyComply. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you, Pastor Jeremy. You've always been so nice with us and with our team. Uh, I just want to say a few words to Jeremy, because yes, we're really sad because he's leaving. What about, um, Life on behalf of MyComply and Rodney, I just want to say that we are so grateful that we had him on our team working. He showed uh, the co-workers that we have, the whole team, he showed so much respect to the work and so much um, loyalty to us. He's been there every day working before me, even before me, he was there 15 minutes before me. So early every day and so happy to help everyone. That uh, That's the good example and a good, uh, Way that he was working, he showed to the whole team how things needs to be done, and I'm so grateful, Jeremy, that you've been choosing to be on my team, that I work with you. You were standing with me and supporting me in every way. Um, yeah, so I'm just really sad because he's leaving, but I'm happy that he's coming back, and he's opening the way to more Salmons, that they're gonna come, and he's gonna lead them to keep the good things. Mm-hmm. He's been here every Sunday helping <laughs> you pass that to and pushing all the team to come, encourage them to come and join the, the church. So that's the main, me so happy for you. I'm really sad that you're leaving, but I'm so grateful that you've been with us. Yes. So thank you
0: everyone. So, you can't look at this morning and not realize that God is good. And I know we say God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. But even like uh, I think Colin said, it's good to just know that you know that. Not just a little fancy saying it does something in here when you realize that there is a God who is for you and not against you. So with every head bowed, we're going to come to a close, but we do this in every meeting at Vineyard. We give people opportunity to say yes to Jesus, to say yes to this God that comes and rescues us from fire and and makes us not need a bag after our operation and and makes the rain come down when we don't expect it and, and, and helps us in the midst of a car accident that really should have taken lives and God preserves life. That's how good our God is. And you can access the favor of God by saying yes to Jesus. Jesus came and we talked about it around communion already today. That he came and he died on a cross for you and for me. We are sinful. We make bad choices. We do wrong things. And yet God comes and says, you know what? I'm going to send my son who can pay the price for your poor choices, who can pay the price for your sin, the wrong things that you've done. The Bible tells us that the wages of our sin, that what we deserve is death. But Jesus comes. Jesus comes and takes our place and pays that price for us so that we can have access to the goodness of God. And so if you're in this place today and you want to say yes to Jesus, I need more of you in my life. Why don't you just lift up your hand and we're going to pray together. Yeah, I see these hands. I see these hands. Wonderful. Beautiful. So good. We're going to pray together as a church. I'm just going to believe for the God of heaven to just come and unleash such a powerful sense of his presence in your lives that you know, that you know, that you know that Jesus is with you. So let's pray together. Dear Jesus, we thank you that you came and that you died on the cross for us. You paid the price for what I deserve so that I could live. So I thank you, Lord, that you take away my sin. I thank you, Lord, that you make me new. I choose to live for you. I call you my Lord and Savior. I want to live for you all the days of my life. So I surrender to you And ask you to lead me and guide me from this day forward in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give God praise. It's good.